my brain is not a memory palace. I have no, I can't, I know it exists. I recognize this storyline, I don't remember names. That's just me, that's how this works. Hello? Man, I've never had less confidence in what to call them. Hello? Hello? Hey there. Welcome to sports. <laughs> the podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I feel comfortable with that. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. Hi. Hi, she's Christina. <laughs> Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Christina, and uh, trigonometry. Um, I am Liz from Iowa, and it's uh, Teacher Appreciation Week this week. Um, I normally love teaching. It has sucked this year a little bit. So one thing that I think would be really nice is if you could all give a shout out to your favorite teacher from when you were in school um, and what you liked about them. But my actual question is, what athlete do you think would be the best teacher, not of a PE class? Because that's, you know, that's what they're naturally good at. But what athlete do you think would be good at teaching a different school subject? Bye. I love you. Mean it. Liz from Iowa, we love you and we mean it too. You're my favorite teacher right now, but that's not a fair answer, right? Um, shout out to teachers. This message was left last week. Obviously, last week was Teacher Appreciation Week. We're a little late, but what are you telling they me that if I don't? Should get more than a week, anyways. I agree. They should get a whole yeah. year. We should pay the teachers, you know. And so we felt that we were going to appreciate some teachers here today. Uh, I had a bunch of cool teachers. I had Mrs. Doherty was a teacher of mine when I was little. She also lived near my grandma. And so, like, she gave me, like, I went to her house and I got candy. I don't remember a Ooh. lot from my childhood. So that's kind of <laughs> one of the biggest memories I have is, I don't know why I was there or what made it happen, but I do remember the candy and Mrs. Doherty, who was the best. Mrs. Flaherty was my second grade teacher. She was awesome. I was, um, I was a, I was a sad little, well, I guess I was pretty happy, but I looked, I had a tragic haircut. So my childhood was a lot of teachers being my friends uh for first through seventh sixth grade um man mr gratton was a i mean he doesn't deserve a teacher shout out but if we were objectifying teachers which we're not he was like the hot teacher the hot math teacher Ooh. that we had in middle school <laughs> he was uh he was cute i'd love to see him now i bet my tastes have changed i looked at my old yearbook the other day looking for something but i was browsing through the teachers to refresh my awful memory and uh, and I we had a hot teacher that I'm like, who's this guy? What did he teach? And then I texted his picture to my high school friends, and they were like, who is that guy? It's just funny that <laughs> never like, back, seen him. back then we were just like, that's an adult, and now we're like, that is an attractive adult. That's the, one of the good ones. But we didn't know to hit on him, so you don't hit on your teachers, folks. Um, who else are my favorite teachers? I had a really cool. My English teachers and I had interesting relationships because I was a kid who loved to write papers but didn't like to go to class. So English was kind of like my thing. Does one of you have like a bird dying in the background? What is that? I might have a bird outside my window. You know what it is? I hope it's, it's not my dying. boyfriend making tea. That's oh. what it is. It's <laughs> it's my headphones. It's a tea kettle in my apartment. Ah. And if hey, you just want to let it go, hey, nobody would have known. Hey, Bob, you going to get that? We can't hear it, Katie. You can't? No. No, I Listen. can't hear it. That's why I was wondering. You can't hear that? No. No. All right. Well, it's super loud over but here. now the podcast is aware of it. I mean, it. I'm worried that Dan's hurt or something. It's still go. There's no way. <laughs> there's nowhere in this apartment that's that far from the kitchen that it should still be. 
My dog's gonna start barking. I have to go make sure everything's okay. I don't know what's going on. Oh my God. All right, I don't know how much of this you wanna leave in, but I went out there and I opened my door and he had his headphones in and he just looked at me like, why are you coming out? You're in the middle of a podcast. And I had a look on my face like, why are you sitting there? Cause I didn't see his headphones. And then he took one out and he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, so now we figured it out. Man, I was so worried. I was like, something's wrong. I was really going to start to spiral. Um, Did I say Mr. Fahey already? My English teacher, Mr. Fahey, was awesome. Who were your guys' favorite teachers? Before we answer the actual question. Mr. Etzler, Mrs. Erb, and Mr. Spencer were... Shout out. And Mrs. Metzger. There's the fourth. Mount, there's my Mount Rushmore. Oh, you got a Mount Rushmore nice. teachers. Christina, you got enough for Rushmore? Uh, mm, I don't know about that, but I do have my fifth grade teacher, Miss Recito. She was awesome. She was always into extra recess and always into letting us play outside longer than any other teacher. Shout out to her. That was awesome. Uh, she also... When I fell off of the monkey bars and thought that I died, uh, she came to my rescue. So she let me cry to her uh, all through the rest of extra recess while I thought that I broke my back. Um, Also, shout out to my junior year of high school math teacher, Mr. Bergen. Um, It's not a secret that I can't do math. I suck at math. And he was one of those teachers who would let you retake a math test over and over and over again until you got the grade that you felt you were capable of getting. Damn. And so, because his whole, like, philosophy on it was, like, keep retaking it, and I will teach it to you until you get it. But if there's ever a point where you're like, I'm just never going to understand this, and you're okay with that grade, then fine. And so I would countless times take redo math tests just to get a semi-passing grade. Travis has never heard anything less relatable. yeah, I mean, he, he was just so, like, um, you know, just patient. So shout That's out to awesome. Mr. Bergen. I saw a teacher, somebody posted a thing on the internet this weekend that, you know, quote unquote went viral. What does that even mean anymore? But it was one of those tweets that you just see from somebody you don't follow, where it was like they were, wrote a letter to their teacher that was like, you know, I need to, I'm really sorry to ask for an excused absence, but my sister passed away, which immediately flashes you back to college of having to write that email to your teacher asking for something. And the response from the teacher was like, please don't apologize for, you can take as much time as you need. It was a very human response. And I was like, man, we really do have a weird relationship with teachers where they're allowed to say that's not okay and you're it's just like this you love when you get a teacher who's like yes life happens and I totally understand and there's a lot of teachers that don't do that but I'm sure they have their reasons um and I'm sure teaching is incredibly frustrating so shout out to teachers who for who have patience and uh and who you know recognize that their jobs while to teach is one of them but you're also teaching kids about like life and responsibility and stuff like that and I'm sorry to my teachers that I was um less responsible than probably would have been (laughs) ideal for the class uh as was once outlined here on this podcast who's that I told Pablo the story about when I wrote the fake email that I photoshopped for my teacher look we're not all good kids but we are but all kids are (laughs) good kids deep down on the inside the actual question that Liz wanted us to answer was which athlete do you think would be the best teacher not of PE class Hmm. I feel like Larry Fitzgerald Um, could be a good teacher he seems patient he's like quiet um I don't know why those are the things I jump to for a good teacher. 
uh, who's like, is there a, like a quarterback that played behind a different quarterback that then would be, was better because they learned from them? Josh McCown. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that would actually, that'd be a solid one. Remember, was it his kids? Yeah, that wore the, his daughter, like in her friend group, wore all of his different jerseys from the different teams. He's yes, for. that's so funny. Um, Who else you got? Hmm. I don't think LeBron would be a good teacher. Love him. And I know he's got a school, but I think he would get frustrated. I think he gets frustrated just watching the way he interacts with, I don't know, like J.R. Smith. I'm like, I don't think you could, you've got teacher patience. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he could handle that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think like it now. Okay. I'm now I'm opening it up. Cause I'm for some reason when they say athlete, I, my mind just instantly goes to like which NFL quarterback. So now I'm yeah, trying to think like it, of na, any na, sport. Na, na, na. Rob Gronkowski could teach sex ed. That is not true. I actually, Travis, oh I will God. push back on that. I doubt it. I doubt it. For some reason, I can I can picture um, sex ed Mike isn't Trout about like being... positions. It's about yeah. uh, how to be safe when you do it, and I just don't think that's. I'm not, and I yeah, don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just saying. I wouldn't. I don't think so. Uh, I think Mike Trout. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I don't know anything about him, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he's just so like. There's so many question marks, but he seems like such a nice guy that I'm like, you know, you could I be feel a like teacher. You've got the patience. Sure. Yeah, I feel like you're sure. Why not? That works. Who else? I really don't. I mean, What's what are we? There's so many athletes that I'm drawing the biggest blank. I think I think um, Venus Williams could be a great Ooh, teacher. That's a good one. I feel like she could teach. Um, I don't know what even our classes now. Uh, she could probably teach anything. What about, is there yeah. like somebody who loves to uh, uh, read or like talks a lot about loving to do math? Or is there anybody who's super creative that could maybe teach like an art class? Miles Garrett was like big into dinosaurs and stuff, so maybe he could teach. Ooh, he could teach like a history science? class. Where do yeah. dinosaurs go? I don't think they go in history. Maybe like prehistoric history. That'd be cool. When Where is that class offered? I'd take that. I, I didn't take it, but I would gladly take it if you taught it. I know a lot of people who need to take it. Um, I feel like Austin could teach that class. <laughs> Shout out, Austin. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think of the. There's got to be a really good example out there of like a, an athlete who would be very good at teaching a certain thing that isn't PE. Because let's be honest, they'd all be pretty good PE. But I don't know if they would be that great at PE because they their expectations would be. Yeah, that's what PE you know, okay, is. You know PE what is just a, a person with really high expectations of your physical uh, abilities, and then they just yell them at you. Is that not what gym class was for you? Because that's what it no, was. No, ours was like, wait, what do you guys want to do today? We're like, uh, oh, we want to play mat ball. I'm like, all right, let's play mat ball. I think um, Marty Bennett would be really good with something creative, like an art class. Oh, hell class yeah. Or like Martellus a, could teach, yeah, and he could yeah, also like teach like kindergarten. Sort of like he could teach, space. He could yeah. teach young kids because he's got those children's books and stuff that he makes. He's the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be the I think best he has such an imagination. third grade art teacher. It would just yes. be the absolute, your favorite class. I feel like Steph yeah. Curry. Oh, yeah, that's good. You're like, we're kind of naming the ones, the athletes who have like little kids that we know of. So that makes sense. Well, that works. I feel like Steph Curry would be the, the the teacher that like everybody like would be hoping they get his class. Yeah, I feel like he'd be like a really cool like social like, studies. The students teacher. go hang out in I his class. I feel like classroom, he'd be a dorky like, science teacher. Hall. The science teacher that's like likes to do wacky experiments. That's what I feel yeah. like Steph. Would Always be. has candy at his desk. 
Does he? I picture an apple. And that's that rollicking discussion of which athlete would be a teacher. <laughs> and there it was, a really exciting topic. Liz, thank you for your question. We love you and we mean it. If you have a question You're my that favorite you want to ask, Liz. well, that's, I said that already, so I get the credit and he gets only half credit. I'll stay after class. Uh, if you have a question that you want to ask, you can always leave up a voicemail. It's 860-506-5571. Hi. What's Hello. going on? Hi, and nothing's going on. Well, something's going on. I uh, I picked the voicemails for this right before the podcast, and today we got guys. We got our first like hate voicemail. Nice. It was really mean. Was like, it just, to all of us, or was it directed at one? Uh, person? No, it was to all of us. But it it, it did mention that our voices were grating, and I feel like had mm. they only meant the women, they would have said um, shrill. And so I do think it includes you, Travis. Um, All right, well, we're going to let's go to war then. Yeah, only you and I were <laughs> named uh, by name. Oh, so it was like oh, nice. Tina probably had her friend Colin. No, it, Christina no, was I named, just, but he didn't give oh. he didn't give her name. He gave her oh, a, nice. a okay. he yeah, called her something else. Um, it's yeah. just like a. It, but here's the thing, and this is what I was saying to you. The reason it's not gonna. I was thinking about playing it, and we could all dunk on him. But then I was like, that's exactly what he wants. Um, so we're not doing that. Because we're not here to give you what you want, sir. We're here to make our show, just to reiterate. But the thing that made it uh, not hurt as much was that he clearly was, um, he was like tripping over his words trying to say it. And so he was nervous. And it's just always funny when someone calls in to your podcast that they can hear for free to complain about it. And they're not even confident enough to complain. It's like, so do you, are you even mad? Anyway, he said it was like he was waiting for a table at a restaurant and we were in front of him also waiting for a table and he couldn't escape our conversation that he has to listen to it and i just want to say that's not true i'm at my house and you're at yours and you don't have to listen to anything i say and it would be totally I wonder what fine kind of restaurant i don't know probably a tgi fridays i was thinking more of a chili's uh but the compliment i'll take from it is that he said that we have conversations about things that matter to 20 something girls and no one else and i was like hell yeah that's right let's I'm go something girl what a dumb vapid 20 something year old girl i am please tell all your friends about me then my goal this whole time girl that has these vapid <laughs> conversations um other than that friendly banter wise i, I had a pretty low-key weekend dan and i dan's gonna go back on the road soon so we're enjoying weekends that aren't of him on the road and so we watched the son of sam documentary it's like a four-part series on netflix very interesting but I never know if that's because I didn't know enough about Son of Sam when I started or what. But um, it was really interesting. And I learned a lot. And, um, yep, that's that. I really want to watch Seaspiracy. But, um, we have I want to watch it too, but I don't know if yet. I should. Why? I, I keep because just scrolling I, I past heard it. That it. Yeah, well, I've heard that it, it will make you never want to eat fish again. And I actually kind of like fish. I mean, I kind of like fish. But if it were something, I'd be like, oh, it, it probably won't affect me as much because i'm not watching it then oh okay travis that's it okay cool. ignorance well, i don't really want it to bliss. ruin my fish experience ignorance is fish that's what they've always yeah. <laughs> um all right so well i'm still gonna probably watch it and then i'll just tell you guys all the information anyway so then you'll have to hate fish i just wish they named it conspiracy with an s-e-a yeah i feel like that would have gone a little bit better it but... was just right there waiting for you and they didn't take it but Oh, well, uh, what about you guys? How are you doing? I had a relaxing weekend. Did you? Took Yeah, took it nice and easy. Getting my uh, second dose of COVID vaccine tomorrow. So I'm like, Woo! Getting double vaxxed nice. up. Yep. Team Moderna. Let's go. 
Cool. So I should just assume on Wednesday I'm rolling by myself because you're going to be out of commission. I sent Cassidy the link today. The plan is to work, but we'll see. All right. Okay. It didn't, uh, Dan didn't get too knocked out. His arm hurt and he got the headaches, but that was it. So we'll see. Fingers crossed for you. And then I had a proud moment. Katie, you don't cook a lot, so this probably has never happened for you. Wow. Okay. Let's assume. All right. Just instantly starting off with an insult, but okay. So, like on Sundays, I like to cook for the week. Okay. Or try to. Okay. Because I hate cooking every night. And I like never end up eating everything that I cook. Not this time. Ate everything. Proud wow. moment. That's a proud moment for you. <laughs> Sorry. So walk me, through, walk me through what's normally happening. Are we talking like you cook a bunch of ground beef and then you make a bunch of chili throughout the week or you cook a bunch no, of No, sometimes it'll be and... chicken, hamburgers. This I made this brat thing, bratwurst thing that I saw on TikTok. So you um, cook all your meals on Sunday and then you like yeah. individually package them and freeze them? And put them, no, and put them in Tupperware so then for the week they're there and just So reheat. everything you eat is leftovers. Yeah. That's my worst nightmare. Yeah, I that love wouldn't... leftovers though. Now, I will say it gets old sometimes when you're eating the same thing, which is why I never end up eating at all, but we accomplished that this week. That's really that's really interesting and good for you. What why did you why was this week different? I think maybe because it was new. I never used these recipes before. Yeah, TikTok, man. The, it, when was you get it down, good? Yeah. It was I took bratwurst and had the casing and cut it put cheese in the middle and then had marinara sauce in the casserole dish. And then I also added onions and peppers on it. Hell yeah. And then, then I made a couple I Trader Joe's, their sides are like perfect. So I made a couple sides to have with it. Travis. Good for you, bud. You did your whole meal thing. Yeah. It was a good week for me. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm starting to get bit by the bug. I'm going to have to start cooking. Because I'm like getting annoyed with myself for always having leftovers of food that doesn't really reheat because I didn't eat a full meal and I'm not eating enough meals in the day. And I'm just like, yeah, I gotta probably this is why people start cooking so they don't have to Grubhub <laughs> every time they have a meal. Why don't you um, get a food delivery, like a meal delivery? Well, service. because I've tried it. It A, it takes up a lot of space in your fridge in a weird way. And B, they always deliver it with those huge ice packs, which then I have to lug back downstairs to throw them away, which is very mm. annoying. I know that sounds little and stupid, but it's just like they, if you get them often enough, which you would need to if you were going to actually use them to live, you just stack up these huge ice things that you got to trash. It's annoying to That me. is a pain. But... um. But I can just grocery shop. It's because, you know what it is? It's all these things come back to, I bought an apartment that I was supposed to renovate because all of the appliances were old, the bathrooms, the kitchen, everything's old. And then I did not do that um, because I was someone else was supposed to do it and they did not. And I don't know how, where to start when there's a task that's big like that. I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll just suffer until I get a different apartment because this is, it's just not a good kitchen for cooking in. I'm making mm. excuses and I will continue to do so. Until, again, I'm probably medicated for this depression I'm denying. So uh, that's that's that. That's where we're at. Uh, Christina, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was also pretty low key. I didn't really do anything. Um, but oh, but I do have a really awkward story I can tell you from last week. I mean, hear it? Yes. Yeah, of course we do. How awkward? Scale of one to ten. Uh, well, for me, it was like a ten out of ten. Damn. Okay, let's go. Um, so I. 
I've been doing um, the drive-through pharmacy at CVS because it's so much faster, and normally that would stress me out, but I decided to tackle it a few months ago, and now I can't turn back because it's super convenient. So this has never been an issue for me. I have not run into a problem with this until last Tuesday. I drove up, and for whatever reason, I guess my car was too loud. I don't, I don't know what was happening. What? There was nothing else you know, environmentally around me that was making a loud enough noise to where the pharmacist couldn't hear me. But the pharmacist picks up the phone and goes, here for pickup? And I said, yes. And so they, they heard that. And then she said, okay, last name, date of birth. And so I said, Buswell. And usually I say Buswell, B-U-S-W-E-L-L. And I'm halfway through spelling and she goes, I can't hear you. What? And I went, okay, um, Buswell, B-U, nope, I still can't hear you. And what? now it's like a, huh? So now I'm very flustered and I am halfway out of my car going, Buswell, B-U-S, like <laughs> screaming it at the window. I can see the car behind me who also has their windows down laughing because <laughs> I am halfway out my car screaming my last name. I'm finally halfway through and I'm like, B-U-S. And I hear, all right, I'm coming. And I went, oh, okay. What? So that she just, she comes around the corner and said one prescription. And I said, yeah. What? And she said, oh, okay. She came outside? Said, no, she, she like came out and opened oh, the window. Oh, I thought she came outside said, I too. I was like, I don't think this lady works there. I think you got a random person. <laughs> no, if she came outside, I, I probably would have just driven away. Me too. But I was at the point where I was like, do I just drive away because I'm so awkward. Oh, I've done those. And I, I easily could do it. I could just throw my car and drive and just easily drive away and forget this whole thing happened. But she came up to the window and said, I, I have your prescription. And I said, well, do you need my date of birth? I don't think you got my last name correct. And she said, no, Christina Buswell, you know, here's all my information. But you never and I said, gave your date of but birth? But you didn't. What? No. And I said, but you didn't get my okay, whatever. Okay, fine. And so I just, I, here's my credit card. Thank you. Man. And I drove away. I came home immediately, told my boyfriend and said, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm not going back. And um, yeah, that's, man, there's nothing, nothing, few things make me less comfortable than when somebody can't hear me. Like oh if God. I'm and on, I was like, I have to repeat it I know, again and again. But I've been on, if I had a dollar for every like important phone conversation I have been on where someone is breaking up and I don't want to, I know they're in the middle of something really important and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, they're breaking up. <sighs> do I pretend that I can hear them or do I tell them they're breaking up or, and then I hang up and then they're like, I think we got disconnected. And I'm like, oh, I think so too, but I can hear you now. So. Cool, cool, cool. You were breaking up. Can you say that last part again? Like, ah, I just panicked. That, that actually happened to me recently. I, I was on a phone call and somebody was saying something very important about a day in time and I completely missed it. And I said, well, there's a lot of other people on this call and everybody else got it, I guess, but I didn't. So I just sat there and someone said, okay, so just to reiterate, we're going to, and I said, oh, thank yeah, you that's for great. doing that's that. Awesome. Cause I missed it the first time and I was not going to go back Man, and ask yeah, you to I just, repeat When it. I can't hear somebody on the phone or when they can't hear me, it's, you just, I get frustrated. My fuse is a lot shorter. I can't handle the like, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear, can you hear me? Hello? Katie, what would you say? Yeah, shut up, Travis. You're going to make me go nuts. <laughs> I got about two of those in me, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm ending whatever this is. We're not connected. It's bad. I hate it. Um, yeah, I'm like, all right, try, try me later. So I'm done. Yeah, so I probably would have driven away from that place. And oh, then, I strongly contemplated. And then I was about needing my prescription but then, yeah, and not but, knowing you know, how to get it. It was like, I really need this prescription because I really need to start it today. Yeah. So if I don't get it, 
not good. Look, as a person who's prescribed Adderall for her ADHD, I have jumped through many a flaming hoop at a CVS in a Walgreens because they never <laughs> believe that you actually need the medication that you have and you have to like prove yourself in so many ways. You're like, guys, I'm, I come here every month. You know me like, at this I was point. Just, I, just I, listen I, to my podcast. You'll see I need it. Every single month I come here <laughs> like, for the last few me? years. I need this. Like, please stop making. I'm not trying to con you. I'm not selling it to kids. I need it or I can't function. <laughs> Oy, uh, Travis, you got anything else that happened to you? I really had a boring weekend. I wish I had more to banter with y'all friend Lily about. No, I don't have anything. I didn't do anything. All right. Well, that's us, your exciting podcast crew. Sorry to you guys that we don't have lives. But look, Travis is about to be double vaxxed, and then things are going to pick back up. We're going to have and a, let's go. We're going to have a love life saga. We'll have a whole section of his podcast where we discuss Travis's dates. I'm just trying to judge by his smile if he's, yep, he's still seeing that girl. So there's <laughs> no, that. No, I, ha- I haven't. Oh, but you're, but you're, uh, ta- okay. you're not like, you didn't stop talking to each other. No, but she'll just w- drop off and so like, I don't want to like text much, so there'll be a couple days where there's as there isn't. Okay. And then also she has her read receipts on, so I'm like, oh, Ooh, I love a lady so with her read receipts on. You saw the text earlier, huh? Interesting. Well, she wants you to know she saw it because she's got the receipts. So we'll see if if there's any plans this weekend or not. If not, okay. then. I mean, this past weekend was Mother's Day weekend, so it's like... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. It was also my mom's birthday. Shout out to my mom. Woo-woo! <gasps> Shout out Katie's mom. She very rarely does... Do they fall on the same day? Usually I get to um, miss sending her flowers on the expensive day and send them to her on the less expensive day, her birthday. But this <laughs> year, uh, it was both yesterday. So shout out to my mom, who is the sweetest and the cutest, and I love her very much. Um, all right. That feels like the beginning of a podcast. Uh, do we have any official pod business? No. We, well, we do have what? official pod business. Oh, the selfie! Oh. <gasps> yeah! So, so wait, when do we get it? First of all, thank you to the 20 plus people throwing out five star reviews. Yep, and I'm going to put an you, asterisk on that thank you and interject real quick to say no that's thank not you asterisk, for naming that's a star. Them. For naming them all selfie and writing about how you just are leaving a review so Travis can get a selfie. Because those reviews are essentially now worthless to anybody who's wondering if they should listen to this podcast. But thank you for leaving them. We'll take any of them. But I'm just saying next time, disguise them. Just hide them a little bit. Sorry, Travis. Continue. Keep keep leaving them. So the question, though, is am I allowed to post an old selfie or do I have to take a new selfie? Um, Well, so, I mean, I would say it should be new. But the whole point is for you to post a picture of you that you like that isn't, it can't be old from like the masters and have you be like flashback to when I was at the masters. It has to seem like you're currently posting it just because you like this picture of your face. Okay. So you don't have to take it today, but it does have to be like a picture of your face with no identifying and you can't be like flashback to that time that. So then the next question is, you were asking about captions last week. Mm-hmm. Is there a caption that I need to put with this? No, and I love that you would just, if I gave you one, you'd write it. That's uh, insane <laughs> to me. I just think that, like, it shouldn't say, I'm do. it can't acknowledge this challenge. It can't be, like, posting this because we got a bunch of five-star reviews. Um, it has to just seem like, again, you have a picture of you that you want to share with the world, and it's of your face. 
So you can write whatever you want. You can be like, check out this morning glow. Or you, I mean, you can write whatever you want about yourself. But it just can't acknowledge that we paid you essentially to do this. I'm debating if I should go cheesy COVID vaccine selfie or not. Ooh, that's not a bad well, idea. That's that a good excuse. Very timely and relevant. If what you're looking yeah. for is an excuse so that people won't be like, why would he post a picture of his face? Then I guess that does make sense. Especially if you, and it sounds like you haven't, you, you not only don't post often on Instagram, you haven't posted a selfie. So it would make sense to, you know, need a reason to do it. So mm-hmm. I, will, I will post one the next couple days. Okay. Depending on when you're listening to this, there may not be one. There will be one before the week's over. Oh, people are on the edge of their seat. They're just going to be refreshing <laughs> that, that timeline. What's your Twitter again? I mean, your, your Instagram? At T Rockhold? Yeah, I think so. Yep. At I made Trockhold. It. I made it public too. Nice. I was getting a lot of requests, so. Travis Arthur Rockhold. Nope. Travis Amadeus Anthony. Rockhold. Nope. Anthony What'd you was say, my Christina? first guess. Anthony was my Anthony. first guess. He said nope. Travis Aaron. Travis Archibald. Nope. Tra- Travis. Is it a word? Is it a name we've heard of before? I don't know what words and names you've heard of I before, mean, though. Travis, within, oh, like, within reasonable, is it, like, a name that's common? I think so. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't, is it a common first, like, first name? Okay, so what you're saying is it's someone's maiden name? I don't think it's a common, like, first name Is it a family name, that, name that we would never know? It's, no, it's not like it's that crazy of a name. Travis Ames Rockhold. No. Travis... Armand Rockhold. No. <laughs> Travis Aloysius Rockhold. <laughs> no, and you're out, you're out of guesses. Okay, what is it? No, you what? We'll keep going, what? but just for I'm today. I'm out of ge- Okay, what is this game I'm suddenly involved in? This is such a weird in? game I, that you just created. I, no, this has been going on for a while. I told Katie originally you get one guess per pot, and now like you went... And- yeah, but I'm stacking them because I forgot. They're like rollover yeah. minutes. All right, so... <laughs> So we're good now. For- okay, today on the podcast, we're going to keep guessing until we get it. Uh, that's first and foremost. Uh, second of all, uh, Tim Tebow. My goodness. Tim Tebow's back <laughs> oh in the boy. NFL. Um, we're checking in on that Diamondbacks couple from that Travis loved so much. Uh, I meant to delete that story because I don't care. Um, uh, there's a rat or maybe a raccoon at a Mets game. Anthony Davis and the Lakers in the play-in tournament. That Oh, the horse that does drugs. There's a drug horse. <laughs> um, Adam Thielen has stuff to say about Lambeau Field. And Aaron Rodgers is thirsty as hell to host Jeopardy. Uh, before all that, Tim Tebow is back in the NFL. Also, whoever oh, wrote boy. this in the doc, I do love that you called Peter King Pete King. Because I think it's about time we call Pete King Pete King. He's been <laughs> Peter for too long. We're familiar now. Pete King said in his weekly column that the Jags uh, are signing Tim Tebow as their backup tight end. Or that it's a real possibility. And I think it was announced that it actually is happening. Um, he already went and worked out for the Jags before the draft. I mean, my God. Urban Meyer, what are we doing? I mean, I've been asking that question since the day he took the job. So I, the answer is I don't know. Travis, what I know you doing? have thoughts. So can you just say them instead of saying No, I want you guys. Do no, you wanna... this is what your job is, Travis, is like, I got stuff to say, but I'm going to bounce it off of what you say. I actually. So am, go. I'm interested because of the tie to Ohio State. 
what harm is it in bringing Tebow in? What harm does it do? Well, it first first of all it takes up a roster spot from somebody else. So that we're not. This isn't Pee Wee where like everybody gets a spot. I didn't say everybody gets a spot, but backup tight end. It, Who's it taking a spot from? Another some undrafted tight end. Another guy? backup tight end. Yeah, <laughs> some dude, undrafted I mean? player. I mean, what, what has Tim Tebow done to earn that spot other than, in terms of Urban Meyer, uh, kind of help cover him in a lot of ways? What have any of these tight ends done to deserve a spot? Travis. I think the idea of deserving a spot is dumb. He's played tight end before in fact he might still be in the nfl as a tight end had he switched to tight end back when he wanted to be a quarterback so bad but he didn't and he wouldn't so what i just don't understand your logic of like why why not pick a guy who's never played tight end over a younger guy who has played tight end before they're gonna bring him it like i don't think urban would just sign him just to sign him urban wants to win yeah, sure, but Urban also, I, I think he signs him because he's a locker room guy. Because he knows that Tim Tebow yes. can be the guy that, if anything goes wrong with his players, he can always point to this shining Tebow on a hill that's like, look at this upstanding citizen. But if Tebow isn't good, he's not going to be able to be the voice in the locker room. I mean, I think that way, but what? why All else are pro- you bringing him in? Why because is you he think, there? You think that he can bring you value. And what value is Tim Tebow bringing? He was playing baseball last I checked. I have a question. Is he actually going to play? Because the way I read this is we're bringing in Tim Tebow to not play, but we're going to call him the backup tight end. But he's not going to play. He's just here to boost morale. Well, if that were the case, then then just make him a coach. Because then the players have to listen to him. Right now they do not. He worked out with the team, so clearly – we know that he's athletic. We know that he knows the sport. I mean, he is sure. An athlete, oh, there's a, yes. Travis. There's a lot of people who are athletic and who know the sport. So bring him in and give it a shot. I, like he's 33 years old. Just for anybody that's like, how old is he now? 33. Keep going, Travis. I don't see the harm in it. He last played in the NFL in 2015, and that's a stretch. He was cut in the preseason by the Eagles. Uh. He spent the last six plus years as different kinds of prof- as a different kind of professional athlete, minor league outfielder, and designated hitter for the Mets. Um, he's a long shot to have an impact on the field at his advanced age. Urban Meyer loves him, which everybody knows. They won the Heisman. He won the Heisman in two thousand seven between two national championships with Meyer and the Gators in two thousand six, two thousand eight. I mean, uh, it's just like, it feels like Urban Meyer is like, I'm going to, I've got one shot to do whatever I want and I'm going to do whatever I want. I mean, between his coaching hires and his, it's just like, he's doing a lot. He's not coming in quietly, right? So good for him, I guess. But it just feels like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels to me like you're not, you're not the guy here. You're not the guy in the NFL. What do you mean not the? What do you mean not the guy? Like he's he just seems like he's like I'm going to do all these things. As I'm saying it, I'm like he should do whatever he wants to do, I guess, with your own team. But it just feels like he's making these choices that are like, are you playing in long term? You going for one year? What is this? Why would you bring in Tim Tebow? Why? Like, granted, the Jags don't have the greatest tight end situation. I just don't think. 
it's gonna be Tim Tebow. And maybe it is. Maybe it is. If it doesn't work out, though, it doesn't work out, and they move. Like it's not like it's they're gonna they're not giving him the, like a five year deal, and it's gonna hurt their salary cap. Do you love Tim Tebow or something? No, I like he beat Ohio State national championship game in 06. Like I have no like fandom or love towards Tebow. I just think that it's this openly like bashing the idea. I just it's like I think that's just the easy thing to do. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I just don't foresee Tebow walking in and helping out in any way. Uh, he is an athlete, of course. And he's a better athlete than most people at the sports that he has played. But uh, I just I don't see him walking in and I don't know. I just I feel like I already have a bad taste in my mouth because of Urban Meyer and the fact that I was I've been out on this to begin with. But um, I don't know. I guess I can see your point, Travis. I mean, it's not like it's really going to hurt them long term, especially if Tebow sucks. I just yeah, but here's I, what it is. I see it not working out. I think the thing that bothers me is that when you come from college and you start coaching in the pros, the obvious, most obvious switch is you're going from teaching, uh, from coaching guys who aren't getting paid to guys who are getting paid a lot of money. You go from you know essentially the narrative of coaching kids to coaching adults, and the adults are less likely to just listen to you because they have to. Uh, bringing in Tim Tebow to me seems like a cheat code for Urban Meyer in the sense that he's going to bring in a kid who already revered him as a kid. They already established that relationship, and now he's going to bring him in, which to me says that Urban Meyer is afraid that players, that other players he would sign would not listen to him, that he would rather have a guy who's going to listen to him and look up to him and revere him because he established that relationship in, in an economy where that was the way that it worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to win over the respect of an NFL player in order for them to listen to you. But if you make your NFL players former college players that played for you that you already have that relationship with, it makes it a little bit easier for you. I can see that. But again, I don't, I just don't see how Tim's going to, if Tim isn't good, the players aren't going to be like, oh, let's listen to what he has to say. He can only be that leader if he's out there. That's sometimes true, but sometimes that's not true. It depends on the people. Give me an example of a leader that didn't play. Um, there's a lot of leaders that didn't play. There's a lot of guys who are like, oh, that like in uh, in Liverpool. I'm thinking, for example, our goalie, our older goalie. This was a couple of years ago. Was like they didn't get rid of him because he was so good at keeping the locker room together and motivating people. Even though he'd been replaced at his position and he was no longer the starting goalie, he was like a locker room gel. But he had been there for years. Or like Kevin Millar in the the year the Red Sox won the World Series. Was he the most pivotal player? No, but he was the locker room guy. But he was playing though. Sure. And what I'm saying there are guys so- that that do that do it. The, the goalie wasn't playing. He like they these are there are guys who sometimes are just the locker room guy that like help bridge the gap between coach and player. Yeah, no, I I can see that. And to your point, Travis, I would argue that there are there are guys out there who aren't the best and who don't perform the best on the field, on the court, whatever it may be, but are locker room guys and they are kept around because they boost morale and because they're you know they're a do great you, locker room guy. Do you disagree guy. with this, Travis? But but they're but they're, but they're playing. To, what I'm what I'm saying no, though no, is they're not. Sometimes they're not. Though. Yeah, sometimes they're not. But to flip flop, there are there are locker room cancers who are kept around because they are good performing. So there's you know there's a flip flop of it too, where it's guys are kept around and who are given you know extended contracts and whatever it is 
because they perform so well, but the locker room hates them. They don't get along with anybody. And so I think to your point, to argue that, I would say even if Tebow does suck, I think there is still a high chance that people will listen to him just given the fact of who he is and the fact that he's so close to Urban. But your examples are Kevin Muller played in that the backup goalie. I'm These willing are to Jay bet. Travis, I suck at examples. You know that more than anything. My brain is not a memory palace. I have no. I can't. I know it exists. I recognize. And this, I can't recall. Like, I recognize in this storyline. <laughs> I don't remember names. That's just me. That's how this works. I just think that if it doesn't work out, he's not going to be like hanging around. Sure. As a I just. I feel like you're trying to defend that. Like it's okay that anyone can hire anyone they want. And yes, that's absolutely true. But the yeah, argument we're can. making here is why Tim Tebow? Why go out of? It's clearly an exception to go get somebody who was not playing in the NFL anymore, did not play at this position before, and that's why they left. He's going and getting a guy who nobody thought. Like uh, yes, you can hire anyone you want when you're a coach in the NFL. But we're trying to figure out why he would want to go get. Tebow. So my theory is Urban obviously has an affinity for him and knows how talented he is and thinks that maybe he it can work. And Tim, I'm wondering, is thinking or has that like that itch and doesn't want has been maybe thinking recently, maybe I should have tried tight end and doesn't want to regret it. So you know what? Let's give it a try. And if it doesn't work, I can live with it failing. I can't live with not knowing. Really? You can't live with not knowing if he was going to be able to do it? You I think t- Tim Tebow's the person that's not afraid to... F- he's not afraid to fail. He's going to try it. I mean, and I don't I- know. That's actually not true. People were encouraging him to switch positions when he wanted to stay in the NFL, and he said no. So he he isn't the guy who's necessarily going to try it. But he at that might, time, it he was might in now. his mind is to be quarterback and to prove that he can be a quarterback. Now he's sitting there going, maybe I should have done this. He wouldn't try to play baseball because like, I, Tim Tebow's not afraid of failure. Sure. All right. That's fine. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Um, To me, it just seems like an obvious he's got an ally and it could help bridge the gap in the relationship with Trevor Lawrence that Urban Meyer is hoping to build. You disagree? He needs that with Trevor. I, I think Trevor respects him. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. But I think having guys that have that respect for you built in already will be helpful all around for your team in general, when they're like, why should we listen to this guy? He's a college coach. If that's a thing. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to... You're getting very combative with me. <laughs> I don't I'm like sorry. the man, all right? I'm allowed to not like the man. It's my personal opinion does not reflect the opinions of my network or my co-hosts or my producers, okay? Perfect. Let's talk about this Diamondbacks couple. <sighs> I'm elated by this headline. Viral Diamondbacks couple breaks up. You'll remember a couple episodes ago, who knows how many times a flat circle. Um... The, it, there was a, a couple that was dating at a baseball game and a famous YouTuber tweeted, uh, my, my roommate is at this game. Can you zoom out so I can see? And the Diamondbacks went and found them and like put them on the Jumbotron and it turned into this whole big thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I hope these two feel comfortable to break up if they don't actually like each other because this is a lot of attention. Between this headline that I just read about them breaking up and me saying that, there has been more dates. They went on three dates. One no, no, no. of them, two dates. They went on one more date. Okay, sorry. They went on one more oh, date, okay. and it was at a Coyotes game. See, the third date was to an Arizona Coyotes game. It says it right there. Three dates. That was they, they didn't go on three more, though. Sorry. That's how it sounded. I'm sorry. You're right. This is where the numbers matter, and we need to make sure we don't get our facts wrong. They went on three 
total dates. One mm-hmm. of the dates was at an Arizona Coyotes game where the Coyotes tweeted out a photo of the two wearing Coyotes jerseys. So it was like, oh, they're going to go through all the sports. This is going to become a thing. And then on Friday, Matthew, Matthew Minnis is the is the guy. And then we have and Emma. We don't know Emma's last name, I guess, because facts only matter when it's how many dates you've been on. Um, Matthew said to Twitter, I'm sorry, there is no fourth date. And then he said, Sometimes you can meet the right person at the wrong time. At the end of the day, I just want her to be happy. To all the Arizona sports teams, you rock and you have a fan for life. I'll never forget the incredibly kind gestures. Hell yeah. I love this. What's wrong? I mean, I do too. I I think that honestly, I think that to your point, Katie, I mean, good for them for feeling comfortable to say, you know what? We tried it. Didn't work. Um, But also, I mean, I think that. It was fun while it lasted and not not to say that, like, I'm happy to see that they have broken up. But I think that, you know, OK, it was fun while it lasted. They we got should celebrate this more. When wanted. people go on three dates and break up, we should celebrate that more. Because it means you, you tried it. was so nice. You tried it and then you were both like, you know what? I don't think this is for us. And then you're like, OK, because it's only been three dates. So then you just and cut it quick and his... move on to the next one. And what he said is like is exactly right. It's like it's he's not saying that there was something wrong or that she's a bad person. He's a bad person. It's just, hey, it didn't work out. But thanks, everybody, for joining in. What? Well, one, I think this one downfall was wearing gym shorts, but that's another thing. (sighs) I think that they should have went on with the charade and see how many more like tickets and games they could have gone to. At least go to like a Suns game. Fake this relationship the sun's about to be in the playoffs i know that's what i was Football's like wait not, you like, gotta just well, get, go ride that you fake this relationship of like listen emma we can you know do do your own thing on the side but then on saturdays and sundays or whatever when the games are like you know if not to to talk her into it if she's not into it then find somebody who looks like emma and be like yeah this is emma <laughs> and then no one's ever gonna be like is that the same girl because nobody cares that much i also wonder if the game's put too much pressure on the relationship who brought that point up last time hmm? i think christina did who voiced that concern last uh, time no I'll, i will be the first to tell you that i did not bring up that point but i did agree with it <laughs> ooh, ooh. but i, I, I wonder and then, and then the next game you're at a hockey game and they're pictured wearing sweaters and like i'm just wondering you know hockey sweaters that is i'm wondering if it was just too much. Dude, listen, an, an Arizona Coyotes game is a lot. You know, you really got to be in it together to go through an Arizona Coyotes game. Like, I feel like that should have been date, like, 11. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm, look, they got cool stuff out of it. What a cool experience. Would have been great for them to stay together. I'm glad they didn't feel pressured to stay in a relationship they didn't want to stay in. Good for them. I hope they're nice to each other. And I hope the internet handles this like adults and doesn't find the two of them and harass them about something that was stupid and had nothing to do with anyone else. Well, see, that's what I'm wondering is if Emma got better options after she went, they went viral. What, you think she was like like an advertisement? You think that this was like a... Travis, how do you think women date? You think we just put our faces on billboards and then when the phone calls roll in, that's, we're like, no, well, that's what I'm saying, but I'm just wondering if I trade up. We have somebody slid in the souls. DMs like, listen, I don't wear gym shorts to dates. You want to, you know, look, if the gym shorts bothered her, she shouldn't have gone on the second date. Well, that was the second date. Yes. And then they went on a third because they went on I'm, three total I'm dates. Choking about that. Mm. Well, but I'm, not. I'm sad I'm for dead them. Serious about everything I'm saying on this podcast. I wish they would have could have made it work. Why? What does it matter to you? What if they made each other incredibly unhappy? 
I hope that they both find love. And I'm glad that they I was were able they to found quickly love rule out that it was not with each other. We were rooting for you. And now we continue to root for you in your journeys to find the love that you deserve at Amen. a Suns game. Just go to a Suns <laughs> game. They're doing yeah, that's stuff. What, like, why? Why didn't you just, like, hold out a little longer yeah, just man. to get, like, get the good stuff. a few more games out of it? Courtside yeah. seats. Courtside seats. Speaking of the good stuff, in the bottom of the seventh inning of the Mets-Diamondbacks game, so, you know, speaking of the Diamondbacks, I guess, something happened with Francisco Lindor and Jeff McNeil. Cameras caught players running into the dugout but couldn't see what was going on because they were running down into the tunnel. After the game, Lindor said, It was funny. I told McNeil that I'd never seen a New York rat, so we went down sprinting. I wanted to go see a New York rat, and he's like, It's not a rat. It's a raccoon. And I was like, hell no, it's a damn rat. It's a New York rat. These are great quotes, guys. Really good, solid quotes. McNeil (laughs) said, uh, like Lindor said, a nice debate about a rat or a raccoon. To be honest, I thought it was actually a possum. Well, now they got a third option here. Well, what is it? So not a raccoon, but a possum. Many reporters, uh, including Jeff Passan, weren't buying this story. They were also jokes about New York and rats. Oh, that's just Travis doing that thing where he sums up a headline and then puts <laughs> and a link. And gives you no and well, there was, like, was There the was just info. a bunch of tweets about people yeah, making I, jokes but, about but New York rats. What if you put the tweets in the doc then? So instead of me just blindly reading that there were jokes. There were also jokes about New, New York, York and rats. If you click yep. that thing that says link <laughs> and yes, then Yes, I know, but down. if I'm trying to tell it to the listener, who's this? My question is, who's this sentence? for nobody i don't need it they don't need it let me click on this link <laughs> and see what happened um uh, duh, duh, uh, duh, 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 duh. so i guess the question what's happening here they're just debating if it were a rat a raccoon well, well a and possum. then a day later the gm comes out and is like they just got into a little like argument and what? they there was no Who's rat or raccoon Zach Scott, the acting GM of the Mets, wasn't pleased with how things played out. You'd have to ask the players why they chose to handle it that way, Scott said Saturday. Not how I'd go about it. I think what's unfortunate is it's a little bit of a bigger story than it needs to be, and it takes away from one of our best wins of it. Are they serious? Sorry. So there was an animal of some sort in the... No, I don't think there was. What? There was no no animal there. They, They got into an argument. About what? And the like in the seventh inning or something, there was something that happened between the two, and so they they had an argument down in the tunnel and used that as the. They said they were arguing. They were arguing about what? Because it says no, it's not a rat; it's a raccoon. What are they referring to? There is no animal there. They just came up with an excuse of what was going on. How do you know that? This is all a lie? Well, if it wasn't, then why did the GM say? You have to ask players why they chose to handle it that way. Handle what that way? Yeah, I, this this story is they're not making sense because Travis so, thinks he said something that he hasn't. Or I, I'm, or I'm at the gym so Something's not clicking. Yeah, what's up here? There's video of players like <laughs> running into the dugout because uh, something yes. is going on. Oh, okay. And so they, instead of saying, hey, we all fought in the dugout we got over an XYZ, argument. we don't know whether, oh, okay. Yes, so the but fact if they're fighting, nobody but can. What I still don't understand is they said, it's a raccoon. And he said, it's a rat. What is the it? What so are the, they? So it's, so my question is, is that one guy said, oh yeah, there was a, ra-. it's kind of like that. Um, 
like you nobody uh like met up beforehand and all got on the same page about what they were lying about so one guy says oh there was a rat in the dugout someone else says no there was a possum in the dugout whatever it was so is it that we just caught three different guys saying that there were three different animals in the dugout and that's how we know it's a lie are they is the this rat is what we're missing bigger than what it is Lindor's story starts with it was funny I told McNeil that I'd never seen a New York rat so went down sprinting I wanted to go see a New York rat makes that what's missing is the sentence it's like someone told me there was a rat downstairs yes I told McNeil I'd never seen a rat, so I went down, I wanted to go see it, and he was like, it's not a rat, it's a raccoon. I'm missing that first sentence. This story does not ever start. It just happened. It just kind of picks up. So did somebody tell him that there was a rat, and then they got into a fight about a rat or a raccoon, or maybe it was even a possum? Or are these just adults fighting each other that came up with a fake excuse about what they were actually fighting I think it's a fake excuse, and they got in an argument in the tunnel, and the cameras couldn't pick up what was going on other than the commotion of players running into the dugout. Okay, so what I would love would be some reporting on what they were fighting about. And I would also yes. love the GM to shut up because you won the game. So it's really not that big of a deal. Don't turn this into more of a thing than it needs to be. We've already turned it into a weird thing with the rat and the raccoon and the possum, who's not getting a lot of respect in any of these headlines because it says rat or <laughs> raccoon. Okay, so, but for the sake of context, it's worth noting that a notable seventh inning miscommunication between Lindor and McNeil, mm-hmm. which allowed Arizona's uh, Nick Ahmed to reach on an infield single, mm-hmm. happened moments before. Oh, I so think now we we're getting a little it. more information. I think we, I smell a rat or a raccoon. <laughs> or a possum. <laughs> or a possum. Sorry, no disrespect intended. So they got into a fight about something. That's it. And then people got uh, genuinely distracted by the fact that a rat in New York City can be the size of a raccoon or a possum. I mean, you noobs. Everybody knows that. The rats are really big Everyone here. Everyone knows First time that. you go down the subway and you look down, you're like, whoa, those are three huge rats on the tracks. Are they going to get hit by a train? Somehow they don't. They live. And then they live to eat your pizza that you drop on the ground. The rats that you see on the street level are ones coming up usually to get food, right? In theory? I don't know. I just assume that they live here. I don't know where they live. Space. I don't, I don't My ask thing them is, where they're headed. Where are the ones that aren't having to come up to get food? Because those things have to be even bigger. Yeah, they're down, they're down there. They're down there under the train. They're very big. They're very scary. Luckily, I've, I've only been in New York a few times, so luckily I've, I've never had to come across one. Yo, I saw a skunk. I looked in the eyes of a skunk the Ooh. other night, and I was oh. terrified. I'll tell you what. It's going to sound made up, but there, uh, a thing I'm trying to do with Myrtle lately is take her leash off. And like, you know, we'll play fetch in the back with no leash, but I'm trying to see if she'll listen to me enough that I can get her from the apartment down to the outside, go to the bathroom and then back in the house without a leash, without her like wandering off. And so I took her leash off and was walking her down the hallway, took her down the stairs. We got to the door to the outside and usually I'll put her leash on there. And I was like, let me see if I can do this. So I opened the door and I'm like, go ahead, Myrtle, go potty. And she goes to run. And as she goes to run she stops and I look up and I lock eyes with a skunk and then I was like oh, of no. all the times to have of unleashed course. my dog there's a live animal that she's going to want to chase that will spray her she'll smell I'll throw up it's gonna be a mess so I just <laughs> I, I like blacked out of like panic and I think I just went like Myrtle come here right now and I must have said it in a voice that she had never heard before that was so scary that she like sprinted over to me and I like hooked her onto the leash and was like we're going inside we're going inside we're going inside I was terrified on the floor I don't care I was terrified 
I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen a skunk. But I was like, I don't know how close it needs to get to me to hit me. We're going inside. You can pee later. You can pee in the toilet. I saw a skunk once when I was, I don't know, I had to have been like six or seven. Because I know my sister was like way too little. Like she was still in like a, a carrier. She was like a yeah. baby baby. And she's three years younger than me. So I had to have been like six or seven. But we were on vacation and I remember I saw it and I didn't know what it was. But I remember my dad very loudly yelling at me to not go near it. Anyhow, that's my raccoon or the that's my skunk story. So I don't the know last if I have time that I saw stories. one, I was pulling into my old apartment and I see one scurry across and I'm like, Ugh. how am I supposed to get to from my car to inside the hat my apartment? It could be over there. You can't. You're stuck in your car. You live there now. I so I sat there for like five minutes. <laughs> the problem with raccoons is they're cute as hell. No, they're not. Yeah, yes, I want to hug them. That's have why, like, seen a, a rat, a rat seen... versus a possum. It's definitely a. It's definitely rat or possum. There's no way it's rat or raccoon. Yeah, there's raccoons no way you're going like to mistake rats. it. They look like possums. But also, they they look. They've got the little uh, like masks on their eyes. Yeah, they're like, they, so they look, cute. They they're use so their little cute. paws like little hands. Gloves. Yeah, and they've got like their their uh, hands watching with, like, them eat gloves. stuff. They're so cute. They're like little robbers. They're here to steal your trash. Yes, I've seen them, but I I just. But have you seen the TikToks where somebody goes out to like a dumpster and I'm just it's like, imitating hey. a raccoon for our <laughs> listeners for background noise? <laughs> and there's like ten, like there's like a family of raccoons video. in there, and they're you. so cute. You had to. Have you don't seen think raccoons are cute? I just don't think they're. You seen Guardians of the Galaxy, bro? They're so cute. They're Actually, armed, I haven't seen cute. Guardians of the Galaxy. What? It's so good. The first one's so good. You didn't see I've, it? I've seen maybe three Marvel movies. Ah, uh, Travis, that first that Guardians movie is good. Have you seen Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok. No. These are the movies you should see. If you're going to watch two of them, watch those two. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I watched a lot of them during you. the height what? of the pandemic. I just don't, I don't, they don't do anything for me. Yeah, but these are actually good movies outside of the Marvel universe. Like they're in the universe, but outside of that, they're still worth watching as films. All right. Well, two men fought over something else and pretended it was about something else. What else is new? Anthony Davis. Uh, we can breeze through this one, but I do find it interesting that the Lakers are currently in seventh in the West. Which means that they would be in that play-in tournament that LeBron advocated for the firing of the creator <laughs> of. Um, too many prepositions in that sentence. Uh, but Anthony Davis said that he's enjoying the challenge. It's been fun, to be honest. Uh, he said this Sunday after they beat Phoenix and snapped Says his stretch. Says the guy that's been injured for yes. most of the challenge. Yes, that is something to note. Uh, he, they lost eight out of their last ten, but then when they beat Phoenix... Um, he was happy. He said, we were a great team last year. This is the first time since I've been here that we ran into a challenge. This is a different challenge for us. This is the thing that keeps coming up with a lot of teams of like, you know, we've heard it with Brooklyn too, a team that has a lot of stars, many of whom have missed some time this season with injury, where they're like, we could use the play-in game as an opportunity to get that chemistry back going if we needed to, or we needed to just play a couple games before the playoffs. And it's like, does everybody realize that the regular season is that, like, it is that. We always talk about how regular season games don't matter and players can sit out and yada yada. And then everyone's like, I just wish I had more time to do this challenge before we start the playoffs. And it's like, you did. You did. The entire you had the season, whole season leading up to this. That's supposed to be. <laughs> stop wondering why regular season games don't matter and start pretending that they do. And guess what? You'll have time to do all that stuff. Can we rename the play-in tournament the redemption tournament? If you want to, give me your reasons. Let me hear the pitch. Just because in MTV, you know, you had the Redemption House, and I just think that... Oh, I get it. Well, so the reason I wouldn't feel great about it is because the two of those places would have normally made it in. 
So we'd be essentially saying that they lost when they didn't. Well, it's kind of like, you know, the one season, Dirty 30, where you didn't lose, but the winner got to just send somebody automatically into the redemption house. Yeah, 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 I guess you're right. We can call it the redemption tournament. I'm fine with that. I sign off on it. And the Lakers right now, which I hate that I'm going to say this, the season ended right now, today. Yeah, you said it, though. You said it, though. You did say it. They would play Golden State in the first game. Ooh. Which I am here for. Well, I mean, me too. That'd be fun. And the loser then would get to play. Look, one I think more I game. like. I'm I'm hesitant to endorse anything, but I think I like the redemption tournament. I think it's fun. Christina, does the does the union want to endorse this? Sure. I'm all for the the redemption tournament. Yeah, I think we're in on the redemption tournament because it's like sweat a little bit. Let me see it. You only have to win if you're a seven yeah, or an eight seed. You only have to win one game, and if you're a you nine one. or a ten, yep. you can win two games and be in. So let's see it. I think that's fun. I think that it, I understand why people who are sitting at seven and eight don't like it, but uh, I'm more of a nine ten guy, so it's just how I am. <laughs> uh, but it will be fun to watch uh, LeBron have to play in that game and how he handles it. Boy, do I look forward to it. Speaking of how he handles it, um, I don't know if that's a good transition. It's probably not, but the way Medina Spirit, the Kentucky Derby winner, handles that is he does drugs. Look, mm-hmm. allegedly, do I have to say allegedly? How does it come? I don't know. Like so. How does allegedly. horse law work? Um, I, wasn't it proven? He tested positive. They're doing more testing. So I guess he didn't allegedly. He did test. Yeah, you don't have to say it. But it says the win is now in jeopardy, which is like yeah, well, but he, he's not officially DQ'd from it yet. Okay, so it, I have two questions. Well, let me tell the story first, and then oh, maybe yes, it'll yes, answer yes, them. And then if it doesn't, yes. you can ask them. Uh, okay. The Medina, Medina Spirit was the horse's name. Won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, it's a Bob Baffert horse. If you've watched any horse racing, even just a little, you know who Bob Baffert is. He's that gray-haired guy that you see all the time. He's got white I think, hair. Same thing, mm. honestly, same thing. Um, no. But sure, he's a white-haired man. Um, you said this was his seventh horse, Travis. This won was the his seventh Kentucky Derby, Derby win. Yeah, which I think is the most for any trainer. Uh, he's denied all wrongdoing, promised to be fully transparent with the KHRC, uh, which is the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission, during its investigation. Uh, his barn received word on Saturday that Medina Spirit had tested positive for an excessive amount of the steroid betamethasone, which is sometimes used to treat pain and inflammation in horses. And I will say, as a person who did a deep dive for a monologue for a show once called Always Late uh, about drugs and horses and horse racing, there's a lot of stuff that they do that's sketchy. And there's a, a lot of um, a lot of like rules about just how much of this stuff you can give to horses. Horses do a thing that humans don't do, or if they work out too much, I believe it's that their lungs like bleed. They almost like oh. cry, like sweat, blood type of situation. And so there's like one, a drug good. that you give them to keep that from bothering them which you could argue is a drug that's a performance-enhancing drug, but at the same time, it also keeps them from having something bad happen to them as a result of exercise. But then they're just driving these horses into the ground. They're, like, overworking them and giving them too much. It's the same thing we hear about with baseball steroids. Most of the time, guys are like, you're not taking steroids when you lift. You're taking them to help you recover so that you can recover faster and go back out and do more. Because we all think steroids, like, oh, you got juiced and jacked. And it's like, yeah, but a lot of times it's basically most about the recovery so people were like abusing this and running their horses into the ground i don't think it was beta beta methasone i think it has a funnier name i actually think it sounds like a 
it almost sounds like an adult medicine. I remember being like, this word exists in human language already, but in horse world, it means whatever. Advil. I'll look it up later. It's not Advil, but that's very close. Aleve? Bob Baffert said, I intend to thoroughly and transparently. I'm laughing at a leave so that nobody tells me I missed that joke. It was very funny. I intend to thoroughly and transparently investigate the matter to determine how this could have happened. Baffert said in the statement, well, here's the thing, Bob. It's a horse. And so it's like. Of course. I don't know that this could. This could be very interesting because a lot of times when players get caught with stuff. Who was it recently that I was reading a statement where they were like, I didn't do this. I did not do this. And then they said that it was actually in a tea or something that they drank. I believe the horse in this situation. I mean, if Bob Baffert didn't give it to the horse, you think the horse just knew to take beta-methasone? I'd argue, and I'm not saying horses are dumb. No offense to any horses who are listening. But I don't think they're smart enough to know that they should eat that and be better. So somebody gave it to him. This is kind of a cut and dry, whereas with an athlete, you're like, oh, he might have taken it. Somebody might have given it to him. We don't really know. I think we know here. I'm comfortable, if you guys are, absolving <laughs> the horse of the guilt. I mean, the horse is the one who took the drug, so I don't know. I think we should probably wait for a little more evidence before we f- the really? this podcast. I just don't want us to be on the wrong end of things and the horse comes out and then it's like, I, I did you it. You don't want to be on the ass end. I get it. But yeah. uh, the thing is, it's a again, it's a horse and it feels like somebody would have to give it the drug. I can't tell if you're looking up more information or sending a text about how much you hate being on this podcast. No, so uh, Baffert said that one of the test issues was created by a groom urinating in the stall after the groom had been taking. Cough wait, 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 wait. A groom? Ho- What's a groom? A horse. Okay. Uh, Can we call it a uh, horse then? Because what yeah, the hell what? is that about? So somebody, somebody tweeted what? me. He's like, I'm, I'm really upset that I found out that it's a groom is a word for a horse. I was hoping that somebody got married there, yeah. got drunk, stumbled into the yeah. barn. But then he said that's that what I instantly just thought of. They said that uh, then uh, Medina Spear ate some of the hay that had urine on it. Okay, Wait, first of all, what gross. kind of treatment are we giving to a Kentucky Derby, future Kentucky Derby winner? He's just eating piss hay? Clean yeah, out the why hay. Are we not this is a champion. Stall. I thought these things, I was told that these champion horses, these like prize horses, are treated like kings and queens. They just get to like bang all day. People just bring horses in that are like, hey, can you impregnate my horse with your, with your good horse? And then they do that. And then they get to eat all the food that they want. They get treated like the best horses ever. And now we're, now you want me to believe that Medina Spirit was eating piss hay before the biggest race of his life? Yeah, that I don't buy. I don't believe it. Groom, bride, don't care. Don't believe it. Piss hay. I do have a, I have a question. For everybody who bet Medina Spirit and won money off of yeah, this horse question. winning, you got what happens? Do you, you get, get nothing? You bets, don't. You don't get your money. Bets have been paid. It's over. The only thing. Wait, wait, wait. Which... So sorry, Travis. Oh, wait, you got to so be you, clear. So you do get. If your you money. made the money already, you keep it, and if you bet on the one that is now the winner, you get nothing. So if Medina Spirit gets DQ'd, Mandaloon would be the winner. Okay. If you bet uh-huh. Mandaloon to win, you do not get any money. That Everything sucks. has been paid out. The 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 horse trainer and the owner for Mandaloon would get the money that first place gets. Sure. But bets are bets are done. Yeah, I guess that's because okay. they can't they have to put an end date. Because they've been it. I mean, a lot of people go up there to the window and get paid out immediately. Right. And so you can't you're not gonna get the money back. Yeah. Interesting. Weird. I think I would feel like if somebody told me I had to give the money back, I would. 
I wouldn't. Oh. I mean, if they said you had to and it was gambling, I don't know. I always think someone's going to break my legs. Isn't that what always happens if you don't pay? You get your, your legs get broken. I don't want broken legs. Take the money. Well, if that's the alternative, I'm then yeah, sc- take I'm a my scaredy money. cat, so that's how that works. But Travis, you said you think they should punish the horse. This was your hot take before we started, and I told you to save it. I did? Wasn't, didn't you say they should oh, punish? Oh, I'm the one who said that I Christina saw Christina said, said they should punish should be, the horse. We should be punishing the horse because uh, the horse is the one who took well, the Well, the horse could actually get punished. There's a chance that it won't be like, I think in the Preakness this weekend, there's a chance that it doesn't run. Huh. I think we should punish the horse. I the horse say, took the drugs. Well, yes, we but, punish yeah, an athlete because the well, athlete took yes, drugs. And so, but here's the thing. Again, I think it comes down to agency, and I think that the horse does not have agency to choose. This food over here gives you a a good chance of winning, and this food over here doesn't. I don't think they have that thought process. I think they eat what gets put in front of them, even if it's piss covered hay. I would argue that Medina Spirit not running in the upcoming races would make me think that they are that the drug test was real and true. Are you saying they would be sanctioned and not allowed to race? Are you saying that because of all this hullabaloo, they would just not race? Well, because of that and having now illegal substances in its system. Yeah, how long does it stay? Don't you say I got to piss like a racehorse? Don't they pee a lot? I don't know. I mean, clearly, because they were talking about taking hair samples to retest. So clearly, it could. St- I don't know. Here's Not another question. Whole- Bob Baffert called a trainer, right? That's his title. But at yes. this point, when you're Bob Baffert level and you've got seven horses that have been Kentucky Derby winners, you're not. He's not actually training the horses, right? So I don't think the day to day there's someone that's getting on the horse and riding it. It's not the jockey. But I think yeah, jockey is- and, and trainer are different anyway. Yeah, but then like the, there's someone in there that is actually going to ride the horse, and it's not going to be Bob Baffert. But I think he's going to have his hands on. I mean, this is one of his prized horses. This isn't, you know, some one year old horse that he's the trainer for, where he might. I just want to know: Does assistant. he still train? He's 68. Does he still actually train them, or is it like you become Bob Baffert's, you know, barn? And then you hire the best trainers in the game and he just sits there and cashes in and cashes in and cashes in and books dates for all of his horses that have. Well, then I think you would be hearing from that train like Bob Baffert wouldn't be the one. You think that they would push out the guy who actually did it They'll find a guy to blame it on. I'm sure that's how everything works, isn't it? I don't know. Either way, that happened. Uh, but we did more. Was that what, Travis? Well, what was that? That one I didn't hear, so I'm fine with that. Me either. So that, I hope that that was good for you. More of Travis pretending to be a horse in a second, <laughs> but today's podcast is also brought to you by BetterHelp. So, uh, horse man, how would you like me to tell people about BetterHelp? As, at a, as a bartender that is at a hotel bar and just will not stop talking to you. Hi, how are you? Good, what can I get ya? All right. Yeah, I'll make that for you. Okay, cool. Um, Man, crazy day here. Yeah, commercial support for this podcast is provided by BetterHelp. Yeah, you know, if you're if you're struggling with relationships or having difficulty sleeping or difficulty meeting your goals, like if you're feeling anxious or stressed, BetterHelp counselors can listen and help, you know? They're like bartenders almost, but they're, you know, more qualified. But they can, you can talk to them. 
BetterHelp will assess your needs. It's going to match you with your own licensed professional. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. I see your eyes being like, is it a crisis line? It's not. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's not stupid and boring and, and, and universal. It's professional counseling done securely online. Hold on. Let me go fill this guy's beer because otherwise he's going to be a huge pain in my butt. Hey, how are you? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Cool. I can't stand that guy. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area. The service available is it's available for clients worldwide. You just log into your account anytime and then you send a message to your counselor. It's like super easy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. Uh, Which is, you know, necessary because sometimes like just like you get customers you don't like sometimes you get a therapist and you're like we just don't match you know but it's not like you and me you're my favorite customer because I can just tell you anything and you definitely want to listen to me tell you everything I'm thinking oh also I don't know if I mentioned this yet but it's more affordable um it's more affordable than traditional uh, offline counseling and financial aid is available. So many people, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So it's like their growing network. It's just like everybody knows this is where it's at. So our listeners, my listeners, my customers get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash Nolan. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Nolan. Um, and, and you know what? That one's on me. Hey, yeah, totally. I see you're looking at your phone. Am I talking too much? No. Anyway, I wanted to tell you about this guy I met the other day. And scene. That might be my favorite one you've done. You know, it's tough because <laughs> I don't recognize that trope at all. I've never had a bartender talk my ear off. I talk bartenders' ears off. That's how that goes. So. Uh, I've been on both. I've been had the bartender talk my ear off, and then I've probably talked their ear off before. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, I definitely have been on the receiving end for sure. Sometimes you just need to talk, especially right? if you're alone. Yeah. Uh, speaking of just needing to talk, Adam Thielen needed to talk. He needed to get some feelings off of his chest. So where did he go? He goes where we all go, to golf.com subpar podcast. Uh, and he said, <laughs> there's nothing better than leaving Lambo with a victory. There's literally nothing better. The whole stadium is not nice. There's nothing fancy about it. It's bleacher seats. And look, we're not going to spend a lot of time on elitist Adam Thielen, but I will say you sound like an elitist Adam Thielen. I mean, what is it about a stadium being fancy that matters to you? If the locker rooms are bad, then that's fine. Say that. Maybe that's something we don't know. But don't say that the bleacher seats affect you. You're not up there. And people put their butts in those to watch you do what you do and I actually enjoy a bleacher seat I think it's kind of nice it makes you feel like you got a sense of community you know you look around and you're like I'm probably sharing a bench with one of the owners of this team so that's neat I think Lambo's cool I think it's weird that the street right next to it is a residential street with houses on it but as this subreddit of this podcast has berated me before apparently that's true of a lot of stadiums so I'll just shut up about that it's in the middle of nowhere but it's not I think it's a cool stadium to play in and it's weird to hear somebody be like it sucks because it's not nice and it's bleacher seats well so that's the one thing like the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is right next to residential houses but Adam Thielen attacking a team that's owned by the people for their seats is... And saying there's nothing fancy about it. Yeah. It's like, look... Though I will say, a bleacher seat, you, let's say your seat is 18, 
by the end of the first quarter, now you're like, you're at 16 somehow. It does get a little confusing because you stand up and sit down and you got to move to let people go to the bathroom. But it also feels like, look, some people need a little bit more room and some people don't. And like, I don't know. I've I watched my downfall. dad sit in tiny seats and been like, this must suck for him as a larger man. That like, that it, is very it true. must be nice to have a free, the freedom of sitting on a bench. No, that is very true. The only, personally, the only downside to a bleacher seat is my back starts to hurt yeah. because I am notorious for slouching. But um, yeah, it's just odd. Like, why? What do you care about the bleacher seats? It just seems like a weird thing to pick on. There's nothing fancy about it. It's bleacher seats. It's like, yeah, okay, but it's also Lambo, which is like a big. I've never been to Lambo, but I can imagine. I have, that and it I, is cool. I walked in. And I remember being says. like, "This is cool. This is a cool place." The Lambo Leap is cool. It's just like there's a. I know there's a lot of like. Uh, it's almost it's a piece of Americana. Yeah, it's almost hacky to be like, "Oh, it's all these cool things." It's like, yeah, it's not the coolest thing in the world, but it's certainly I wouldn't say the. An, an awful stadium it just feels like you're completely ignoring the lore that has been built in it yeah it doesn't have you know the luxuries of like a jerry's world or whatever but those stadiums sometimes seem very sterile and i like a stadium or arena that's got some you know character to it yeah yeah new yankee stadium obviously i don't like any yankee stadium but new yankee stadium when they built it i was like this doesn't feel it just yeah, felt like a me, cemetery. It was very quiet. Give me Fenway or horrible. Wrigley. Yeah, it was. We, so you want a little bit of character. So Adam Thielen, not one of the good ones. So that's that. That's what I'm willing to say there. Clearly, he likes the finer things in life. But sometimes the other stuff's cool, too. But, you know, I get it. I understand it if you're a fan and you're like, I just want to sit in a seat that's comfortable. But Adam Thielen, you're not even sitting in the seats. So why don't you worry about... He himself is sitting on a bleacher. Yeah. So worry about you. And then our last story. It's just, you know, I hate to include stories where I'm like, yeah, I think I was right. But Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is uh, very thirsty to host Jeopardy. Because he's making a cameo on the show The Connors. It's just, that's a Roseanne spinoff, right? Yes. He's making a cameo on The Connors as the host of Jeopardy. What? So are we just slating him in as the host of Jeopardy he, that's, because I it appears that that's what he hopes that like you know remember when I played the host of Jeopardy how natural I was at it well I guess I'm the host of Jeopardy now I mean yeah, because how awkward if we make an announcement that the host of Jeopardy is now somebody else but Aaron Rodgers is going on other tv shows impersonating the host of Jeopardy I'm confused it's gonna be really confusing like if somebody in a couple of years goes back and is watching the Connors and the host of Jeopardy's Aaron Rodgers, but really the host of Jeopardy is not Aaron Rodgers. Man, I've been thinking about That's this a lot saying. lately where like the movie and television representations of things may end up being how we remember them happening because there's just too much history to remember. So I bet that there are elements from the movie Titanic that people will just you know how your brain just sort of amalgamates things sometimes? I bet yes. we kind of collapse into each other the reality of the Titanic and then what happened in the movie Titanic. No, what happened in the example. movie is 100% accurate. Sure, you're right. And mm -hmm. we can continue yep. to uphold that if that's what you want. But just let me yeah, keep going for you. a sec for the rest of the listeners. We just kind of collapse them into the same memory and forget which part is real and which part we made up. And it just feels like <laughs> it feels like Aaron Rodgers being the host of Jeopardy. Are they calling it? Jeopardy on the show? I imagine the folks so, at right? The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel spotted the tweet hyping the final two episodes of the season from the Roseanne Free Roseanne reboot, which is another thing. A Roseanne reboot with no Roseanne is going to be very confusing in our memories in 30 years. 
One of the characters in the show appears as a contestant on the show, a device that has been used in the past. Roger spent two weeks as the guest host of Jeopardy. He wants the job. The producers of Jeopardy are expected to name a host later this year. Yeah, all right. So look, if you guys still want him to do it, that's fine. Do it. But clearly, he's like colluding to uh, solidify it in his mind that he's the host anyway. So at this point, I feel like we don't need to make him the host. I think he's just decided for all of us that he is the host. So he can be, all right, I guess it, he is. If any show or movie in the future wants to have Jeopardy in it, he can be the host for that and not the oh, so actual he, he host. He is the Hollywood Jeopardy host. He can be the host, Hollywood he host of be, Jeopardy. He gets to play the Jeopardy host on television. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're not a doctor, but you play one. Yeah, that's just, you know, incredibly confusing, but fine. I don't, I just am, I don't, I'm just trying to think if, if there were a job I really wanted if somebody offered me a job pretending to have that job on TV, if I'd be like, yeah, I can't take that because I genuinely really want that job. So I would, it would be weird for me to be that thirsty. I don't, I can't tell. I'm like trying to put it in my own life to be like, would I no, make the yeah, same that, choice? That makes I don't sense. Think It'd be I one would. thing if he wasn't doing the, he didn't do the real Jeopardy, he didn't want it, and he's just going to do this yeah. TV thing. Yeah, or if he this did would this, be a completely and then that's what got him the audition to do yeah. the Jeopardy. It's like, but it's yeah, exactly. weird for, to be like, I want to be like, I don't know, like a, a Jimmy Kimmel. So then somebody offers, so I auditioned to be a Jimmy, that's the part that I'd be missing. So I like go get, apply for that job. And then in the meantime, while waiting to hear back, I'm like, look, it's me, Jimmy Kimmel, played by Katie Nolan. And be like, wait, what? Right? Yeah, it's just, it, it's so, or, it, it's just a little awkward. Or it's does like, it mean that he's just, re it's like, that's how goals work. And I'm not a goal-oriented person. And if you really want something, then you just keep making it happen. Maybe that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, like, like, is this what they mean when they say speak it into existence? It because be. he's really doing Fake it. Fake it till you make it. Thumb it till you become it. He's doing all of that. <laughs> so I guess he's our new Jeopardy host now because he says so. I don't know. Is he going to play for the Packers next year, Travis? I I am not speaking on this matter until what, June you say 1. that like you have more information than yeah, you do. What? No, no, but As I'm just not you I don't want to talk about it at all because until June 1 nothing is going to happen, so why spend time on it? Well, sure. Okay. But well, that's kind Travis of Travis doesn't I like to have think fun. our job. Whoa, 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 whoa. If speculating about Aaron Rodgers is not fun. It isn't. No, talking about Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy is Not with that attitude is absolutely right. All right, let's do another sponsor. I love fun. What happened was we, I forgot that we had a middle sponsor. And so I did all the stories. We spent a lot of time talking and then I, and then I did another sponsor. And then we just did two really short stories. And guess what? We have another sponsor. So it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't spaced out properly, but don't hold that against us. It's not a big deal. Two sponsors in one. Hi, Katie, Christina, and T-Money, a.k.a. Reality Travis. Excuse me. Uh, let me just stop you right there. Two nicknames? Katie, Christina. And it's why like he's are getting you us out Reality of the way. Travis? And then it's T-Money, a.k.a. Reality Travis. Are you going to drop a mixtape? Let him talk. Okay. I mean, what are you doing? Hi, Katie, Christina, and T-Money, a.k.a. Reality mm -hmm. Travis. I'm Sam from Austin, Texas. I'm currently driving back from Dallas. And on this mini road trip, I was thinking about other road trips I could take by myself, as I'm doing now. And it got me thinking, and I wanted to know y'all's opinions. 
on a road trip, would you rather be by yourself or would you rather do it with someone? And if you are road tripping with so, someone, would you rather be the driver or the passenger slash snack coordinator? And I know my name is Sam, so I'm going to hang up soon so I don't say the answer. Love you, mean it. Keep everything up. You guys are doing great. Love you, mean it again. Bye. Sam. Let's go, Sam. Sam, love you, mean it, bud. Uh, first question, and this has nothing to do with you, Sam, but I do want to know why Google Voice translated Dallas into lunch hours. I was just about to say, the Google transcript said, said, I'm currently driving back from lunch hours. And I was like, well, what, how many hours do you get for lunch? But that's what I was thinking. You didn't say the word lunch or hours. You said Dallas. And that sounds nothing like lunch hours. So shout out to Google for doing their best. Um, but so you're on a road trip, a mini road trip, and you're thinking about others. Questions are, would you do it by yourself or with someone? And if you're with someone, are you the driver or the snack coordinator? Or I would add a DJ, because if you're not the driver, Mm. you're the DJ. And also, you got to help with navigation sometimes, but everybody's different with how they like doing that. I would do it, um, currently, I I need an alone road trip. I haven't been on a road trip in a long time. I love driving alone, listening to music. Sometimes just sitting in silence and thinking, listening to a podcast. I get a lot of thinking done driving i got i came up with the name we were trying to come up with the name for our show and i came up with it on a road trip from here to bristol like it just it gives you a, you can't do anything else you're stuck you can't use your hands to look at your phone you can't you just have to be thinking and i do some of my best thinking while i'm driving well, first of all i don't think that trip qualifies as a road trip though well it was like it was what two hours an hour or two yeah yeah that's not a road trip what how much is a road trip I think we need to be three plus. Okay. So going home to Massachusetts, I used to do that a lot. I used to drive home all the time. And I just like, I like that. I like having that. But I also, if you have a person like being, my alone time has become Dan time. We've adapted to each other in a way that we're just together all the time. So I would absolutely take Dan on a road trip. That would be really fun. Um, the dog is where it presents a problem. I wish I had a dog that would sit in a car and love it. And she just absolutely hates it. And so that stinks or else I would do it a lot more often, but I need to drive her to Massachusetts in July and I'm already like, Oh God, how are we going to do this? And I got to get medication and stuff from her vet, but I would choose to be the driver. I would ha- it needs to be with somebody. I did, um, an 11 hour trip back home to Ohio last summer by That's myself a lot. A lot. and that is awful Mm. but i would be the dj which to me the snack coordinator is the third person usually in the back where you road tripping with 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 the like when you go like panama city in college you drive down there the people in the back are in charge Mm. of you know pcb uh the snacks and you get the cooler i want to be dj riding shotgun you're in charge of the music. You also get a better seat to sit in. You're more comfortable, better view. I acknowledge, though, that I'm an annoying DJ because sometimes I'll really be super into a song and then suddenly be like, I'd like to go to the next song now. And that is very <laughs> annoying for people. So I like let other people DJ. I don't mind that. And I usually get to listen to music I don't like. And if there's a song or not that I don't like or that I don't know, and if there's a song I specifically don't like, I'll usually be like, would it be cool if we skip this one? I cannot stand the song. But otherwise, you're just like listening to stuff other people want to curate for you. I enjoy my alone time. I do. Um, But I would say it depends on how long the road trip is. Because if it's just an hour or two, then I'm fine doing that by myself. But if it's longer than that. says that's not a road trip. I would 
declare it as a road trip. But um, so what's funny is my boyfriend doesn't like a drive that's longer than an hour, like absolutely hates driving longer than an hour. So I I would take him on a road trip, but I don't think he wants to go on a road trip with me. Mm. So, uh, no, I, I, but I think that if you're going to go on a road trip with other people, I think that you need to be very, um, particular of who you're road tripping with, because there are some people who need to pee frequently, who get car sick, who don't all agree on the same music who don't agree on the same snacks or like my dad. Um, I love road tripping with my dad. My dad does not like road tripping with anybody because uh, he has this really weird thing where he has a very heightened sense of smell. So you can't eat any sort of snack that is deemed too smelly for him (laughs) because he he doesn't like it. Don't bring a tuna sandwich on a road trip. Be considerate. He hates Slim Jims, peanut butter, Whoa. anything that he thinks is too smelly. Yeah, I'm with uh, you, I, I ate Funyuns one time. That's a big no-no. Um, but I would also say I would probably need to be driving because Funyuns. the older I get, I get car sick. Fun, I mean, Funyuns so, are my get car original sick. fun fact. Damn. Yeah, I've recently started getting like nauseous if I'm sitting passenger of anybody's vehicle. It might just I be because we haven't been in cars in a very long time. We haven't like moved yeah, I don't around know if that's a lot. The thing. Well, we have, Katie. Oh yeah, you're right. It's just me who stayed in my house and hasn't moved. Yeah. <laughs> that's just me. I keep forgetting that it's not universal. So the reason I say it needs to be longer than an hour or whatever is because if it's just an hour, you aren't like... It's a commute. It could be a commute. You aren't packing snacks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's fair. I mean, well, I am, but again, I, get, I get what you're saying. Not with that attitude. Your point I pack stands. snacks for everything. Your point stands. What's your, what's your... You get one snack. What are you picking? Mm. smart food popcorn i would do the Chex mix but like the cheddar mix that has like the cheeses yeah that's and good. like that everything good. has like a cheesy coating yeah actually after i said you only get one then i'm like well it depends if i'm driving or you need if a I'm sweet in. and a salty yeah if, if i'm driving. driving and i'm by myself give me like pretzel sticks because i don't have oh i need hand, options my hand's not gonna get dirty while yeah. i'm driving but if i'm not then give me like some sour patch kids that's not a like the sour watermelons yeah candy is a snack i can't snack on candy though so if i'm road tripping and i'm attitude i mean the two of you need to just have a podcast (laughs) that's on your own called not with that that attitude attitude. not with that attitude (laughs) spinoff series did we answer Um, all sam's questions i think we did i think so this was a good one sam was it yeah sam it was good Thanks yeah, for, because you get two nicknames. And also, yeah, thanks for saying love you twice. It made up for the fact that you gave Travis two nicknames and zero for me. Not a single one for me. That's Sam, it for this. That's to, it. That is it. Make, Travis? I think <laughs> Travis. Sam needs to leave a, leave a review. That's it. Didn't. That's it for this week's edition of sports. My God. <laughs> Shout out to the Woj pod. The playoffs are right around the corner and nobody uh, covers the NBA like Woj. So give it a listen. You put the podcast before the sponsors. It threw me off. Shout out to MeUndies, BetterHelp, and William and also Mary. Uh, you know what? Shout out to MeUndies, BetterHelp, and Mary and William. And a big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later on a different streaming service or maybe two. It's a pretty short one today because we actually have this heart out. Whoa, I just noticed my... I thought my laptop's been plugged in this whole time. It hasn't. I have 7% battery left. Uh, or you can always oh, leave us nice. a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast that doesn't reference a selfie in some way. Please, dear God. Which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from James.Idaho. There you go. That's a better name than last time. We workshopped it. That seems fine. That says, this is by far the most superior podcast out there. I 
can you be most superior? Doesn't matter. Katie and Christina and Travis are amazing. And after one listen, you will feel like you have three new friends who sometimes talk about sports, but not often. But not often. Uh, lastly, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I guess I'm not. Travis, you're going to post a selfie soon. We'll keep an eye out for that. All right. Yep. Don't forget that you can always leave up a voicemail. The number is 860-506-5571. Please don't call and tell me that it, we're like a car crash you can't look away from because then I'm just going to feel like, <laughs> thank you for the listen and goodbye. So that's how I feel about that, sir. He didn't even leave his name. Didn't even leave his name. Sounded to be about 45. And you know what? I hope he's 30 so that he hears that and it hurts. Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Christina. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Love all of you except that one guy. Mean it. <laughs>